Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hey, how's it going? You're listening to 3CR Radical Radio. To enable change, we need to show broad community support. Show your support for walking and cycling in the city of Yarra by appearing as a champion on the Streets Alive website, representing your local street, neighbourhood or school. It's fast, free and simple. Learn more at streets-alive-yarra.org. A 3CR supporter. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe... The number is 94198377. You've been listening to the sand. You could never understand. Feel the fortune flowing. You know it isn't stuck. Hey, diddle diddle, the bicycle riddle, the strangest part of the deal. Just keep your accounts and add the amounts. The sundries cost more than the wheel. blues away on this autumnal May Monday morning in Melbourne town. You're listening to Radical Radio 3CR and you're listening to the Yarrabug Bicycle Users Group radio show. Show about riding bikes, fixing, falling off them, loving them and talking about them too much. So sit up, take a bit of pressure off the pedals, get that lactic acid, the drain out of the system slowly. And we've got a good show coming up. Bit of a chat and a review of the uh, Handmade Bicycle show from uh, two weeks ago. And a bit of a chat about um, drowning ourselves in cheap diesel fuel. Good morning, Faith. <laughs> good morning, Val. <laughs> and an upcoming an upcoming radiothon in the next month, which we won't forget to spruik religiously over the next half hour. And the other thing we have to spruik is uh, we're, we're going to share our bike moments the way we usually do. But this week we're asking everyone uh, to text us your bike moment and we'll read them out on the radio. And you can text them on 0488 809 855. 
and no pinching other people's bike moments either. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's got to be some good ones after the last week. Of hmm? course there has to be. Um, oh, what a lovely morning this morning. We've had uh, a couple of winter days, which was quite funny. Some great shots around uh, hometown of Burnley. It looked like it was... Uh, was just coming off the ski slopes for a while. Oh, right. Anyway, <laughs> very funny. Um, that lovely little ditty, it comes from 1896. Obviously the same was true in those days as it is today. Parts and accessories, that's where the, that's where the, uh, the way to perpetual fulfilment of the refinement of the bicycle. That's what it's embedded in. <laughs> bicycle movement faith. Um... I had a few, but a really nice one was on the weekend. I went up to Creswick for the Dirty Pig and Whistle weekend. Ah, cool. And um, standing around a fire, watching people ride bikes in circles in the mud, and you thought, gosh, it's been a while, and it's (laughs) nice to be back. (laughs) That was uh, was, uh, watching... uh, People come sliding around through the fairy lights and uh, yeah. in towards that we were in between the uh, little fairy forest with the bush doof and uh, the spiral of death. So it was a good spot. Oh, it just sounds perfect and that blazing <laughs> fire. Yeah. No mulled wine, but there was there was, was mulled wine. It sounds like there's a touch of paganism going on up there too, which is quite interesting. I suppose the closest you get to the woods, uh, the more you get in touch with it, don't you? Um, Look, I had to – I'm going to – this is a bicycle moment that at the guts of it or at the heart of it is about, I would say, 2.4, 2.5 seconds. But I'm going to turn it into a, a, a half hour, an, a, an odyssey. <laughs> anyway, look for um, a long time. I haven't had a uh, my miles have been lacking on bicycles, as a lot of us have. Anyway, I had a lovely um, ride over to Williamstown via Footscray Road on um, Saturday morning to uh, get to see the handmade bike show down in Williamstown, and lovely ride. Footscray Road is just. Uh, construction zone but um, if you're interested in big machines go and see that but it's roads, 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 roads and, uh, and the velo way They're and little, the velo yeah. way, I'm sorry and the velo way, sorry a little bit of green turfing I mean, you know, <laughs> let's not worry about that too much um, it's, uh, look, it's one of those rides I've loved and I've, I've used to live in um, Ascot Vale for many many years and it's one of the ways I've ridden for a long time so I had a lovely ride and great day at the bicycle show, which we'll talk about more later. Um, just perfect weather, lovely trail, and riding home. I'm riding home with a friend, and if people know that little bit of if you're riding home from Williamstown, there's that bit along the road. There's a there are very good bike paths, and the traffic's very good there usually on Saturday and Sundays. And there's a bike path. Anyway, the two of us had got splitting up. Somehow, I was on the road. David was still on the path, which is right next to it. So I'm looking for a gap to get through to the bike path from the road. So I see one, but it's quite narrow, but I don't go that one. I go towards the next one. So I turn across the road, and it's a very narrow gap. 
And after living through this flashbacks for the next week and I've suddenly realised what happened, I went to go through the gap, but obviously that split second before I did, I turned to look to where I was going up the path and then one second later I find myself riding straight into the fence. Oh, of which in that one second I managed to turn it to about 45 degrees and then slam into the fence all down the right side. And as I fall off, I scream, I've got to say, just scream. And I hit the ground and I sort of get up just in time to see David, who's on the buck track, turn around to look at what's happening, put his brake on and go arse overhead. So here are the two of us, like, on the crowd. And this old, old grumpy cyclist comes along. You didn't look where you were going. You know? And he turned to David and as were you. What were you doing? <laughs> I'm oh, not laughing. Oh, look, I'm, I don't know how I got home. I had to ride all the way home. I've, I've got One arm. I've got a buggered arm. Oh, I'm no. I'm buggered. But no. that, I just tell my daughters that on Monday night and most of them burst out laughing when I told them the story about David falling and off long going. It's not really the part of the story. But it, look, it was um, one of those, you do it. it it's, I'll tell you what, it's shaken me up a little bit. Um, I'm flipping about it now, but by Jingo, I'm um, super observant at the moment about turning cycles, uh, turning and uh, well, especially if you haven't been riding for a while with yeah. everything COVID and all, and, you it, know, you know, yeah, and then uh, you first yeah. long ride out again, and you that's you yeah. Know. Uh, I'm not sure what it is. I know a couple of things. I've got a little bit of um, not good in one eye, which I think has got something to do with it. The sheer fact that I've got a lovely bike. As soon as I turn like this, the bike just follows exactly where I yeah, was going. Yeah. So uh, you need some yes. crappy, <laughs> non-responsive. Well, I was, was going to re- ride the rally. It would have gone straight through the gap because <laughs> you need to be the Queen Mary to turn it. But uh, anyway, I'm but sorry. all on the mend. Uh, look, I'm slowly getting there, but um, I've got um, a couple of delicate bones and it's one of them. But um, that, look, it's all right. It's livable. I can laugh about it. It's quite yep. funny. It's interesting. I've seen David. David can't help but show everybody how he fell off <laughs> and show them the damage to his saddle. I'm going, well, he's taken it over. I'm going to leave it this now, <laughs> which is good. A uh, little bit of news. Or if we got yes, we haven't got a, nobody's bicycle moments coming. No one's bike moment has come in yet. But if you want to send us in your bike moment from the last week or so, then you can do that on zero four eight 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 zero nine eight five five. And look, you don't have to have falling off. Please don't send in falling off ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. News of the week. My interesting bit is, you know, we've been um, ever since the uh, ever since the um, let's call it the um, German car makers diesel, um, what we'd like to call it. Well, fraud is probably the best <laughs> word to use for it. Actually, although not many people went to jail. Looked interesting, uh, and I think we've raised this a couple of times. Originally, for we have a very big problem in Australia with very bad and very dirty fuel, which is mostly because of a high sulphur content and is a result of probably not spending too much money on refineries if you don't have to get it. 
to get hold of them. Anyway, in this week's budget, there is a big handout to the next two refineries to keep working and to drag forward. We've got no real standards about fuel quality in Australia. And they're talking about spending over about $2 billion over 10 years to drag the upgrade of the refineries, I think from 2027 back to 2004. So it's just a um, another example of where we all have an approach to it, but it's very hard to break this cartel between fossil fuel industries and governments, and particularly because of in Australia, if we had better standards, we'd cut our vehicle gas emissions in half just by cleaning up the fuel. But no, no, let's push it out to 2024. Look, it just interests you on a little bit of a comeback from this. Um, the um, At the moment in the EU, they're still trying to get their clean act through. And it's interesting, we think that the fossil fuels have a lot of... Uh, influence lobby here. The car manufacturing industry in Germany virtually run half the treasury there. And there, Germany is the one who's really stonewalling on making a lot of these car companies really push the dial and start the start the research and get stuff done. It's really quite fascinating. And one of Angela Merkel's um, COVID relief patterns of which everybody was expecting relief for the car industry. It's the first time in a long time the German government has not done what the car companies have told them to do. Yep, yep. Anyway. And, oh, yeah. No, no, no. You know, more of the same, but it's interesting to watch and the way different countries deal with it and how it affects different people. And, look, we're so, we are so far behind on this. Another observation uh, I saw, not really news, but an observation someone made during the week that I thought was interesting is um, because Sadat Khan has been re-elected as mayor in London and and had a very strong pro-cycling mandate in his first uh, terms, um, put in a lot of cycleways, and uh, and we saw the same in Paris. Yep. Uh, Both mayors re-elected after having put in measures that people said would ruin their cities but have proved to be very popular. And I thought, well, it's a, here we see the same with Sally Cap and Clover Moore. Yeah. You know, mayors who uh, have gone in and managed to... Uh, and no doubt they take some of the heat out of the situation. Yeah, yeah. But as everybody out there knows, we're part of that international well-funded research bicycle conspiracy and we really, that's where people like Clovermore come from. I so digress. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a couple of bike moments. Ooh. And uh, one from uh, Larry, who yep. is uh, taking the carbon fibre bike to work, knowing it was going to pour down with rain on the way home. Three punctures. <laughs> In his tyres, feeling old enough to know better. That's, we'd be tempted, though. You've got to say there's a big positive out of that. The fact that you fix three punches in one ride's got to be, you know, that's yeah. great going. I would have actually 
I well, think I'd lock, lock the bike, lock the bike to a pole and got a taxi. <laughs> taxi. Yes, but yes. maybe you don't want to leave your... I would have booked a maxi taxi and taken Yes, yeah. of course. So I think, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we've also got uh, a thank you to drivers who are observing the Meter Matters rule. Um, one person texting in to say they feel much safer. That's Alan. Not good, Alan. It was good to see after all those years that go through. And good that you can notice the difference. Yes. That's, yeah, that yeah. would be the worst thing if it came in and you didn't... Uh... Nobody knew anything that had changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Now, listen, we're just going to take this little break and we'll be back and we'll talk about hand-building bike shows. I mean, bicycles. 3CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Backrose Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. And you're back on the radio bicycle show that matters. Only one left in Melbourne. <laughs> well, they come and they go, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, look, the, apropos of the bike moment, I've got to say, and uh, we had Michael Hansen here a couple of weeks ago, the couple of things, it was a uh, overall thing, a great show. Um, that is a great venue down there. It's, obviously, the whole idea of the show is, yep, great venue. And I've, I think uh, I've been to all of them that have been along over the last couple of years, and they've all been a strange mixture of, what would you say? They're, some have been very just focused on individual things and quite small. This is nice that it's taken it out into a bigger space, I think it's nice too. You can feel the the very recent shows um, are very builder focused. Like it's um, yeah, I think it's it's developing into a nicely a, a well rounded yeah. And as Michael said, it's not a hand built show. This is not a show show. You know, it and it was great to see that uh, very well enunciated these sort of two directions cycling or. Some sort of cycling is going, whereas the obviously fat tire and um, uh, gravel has really driven some innovations. Like that's where all the innovation has come. But still, lovely to see steel bicycles there. Mm. Yeah. No, quite a few yeah. steel builders. And um, remember when it was uh, all fixies. <laughs> We can track. A long chat with Mister Fixamatosis there. Actually, we can too. we can ch- track the uh, the the times through the the yeah. list of bicycle builders. So I did a couple of surveys. There was only one one inch steerer on any of the bicycles. You know how I'm a bit obsessed with some <laughs> things, and that was on uh, Daryl, one of Daryl Llewellyn's bikes, oh, yeah. who is very much uh, stuck to the steel. Yeah. A beautiful touring bike, just spectacular, yeah. you know. And uh, although I said, I said to him, God, I, I hate those Paul's brakes. And he looked at me. I said, I know, I know, I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> so there it was the, uh, there was a fair bit of steel, mm. I've got to say. Um, the only, that was the only one, uh, one inch steer. 
Um, it was the only uh, steel fork I think I saw in the whole show. But uh, look, I'm not. I do have button up boots, but I'm, I obviously <laughs> understand that things have changed a lot since then. So <laughs> things are. Um, some um, fancy duty bikes. Can I'm allowed to say that? And um, good to see um, Jesse Gleiser from the bike shed with a couple of bicycles. The only person with Campagnolo on the in the <laughs> whole show. No, I think I might be wrong. There might have been one other. <laughs> it's quite interesting, and that's a personal. That's a reflection on things. Yeah. If anybody was going to have campy on their bike, it was going to be Jesse. Lovely to see uh, Tessa Rossa. And the other side of the show was a lovely, you know, an equipment part with yep. uh, um, Test uh, Aaron Evan Aaron, from Evan Terra Rosa. From had a good chat with him. He's in good form. And uh, one of the other highlights, a lot of colour. Um, but uh, very interesting to see. I, look, I enjoyed it, I've got to say. Um, I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. Made the mistake of having my COVID vaccine the day before and... <laughs> Was not not going anywhere on Friday. <laughs> so you're sure you're allowed to say that on a national broadcast? You're bringing down into the vaccination scheme? No, no, no I'm not bringing down. I'm just saying, if yeah. you're going to go and get it, maybe don't schedule much for the yeah. next day. No, look, it was good. Um, I'm not sure how much. Um, um, you know, Saturday afternoon, and it was just a perfect Saturday yeah. afternoon. Williamstown's in full bore. People feeding seagulls. It is a lovely part of the world down there. One of the other lovely things was that um, actually at all those shows, um, I could spend about half an hour walking around looking at the bikes that people rode to get there. <laughs> are sometimes a lot, you know, more interesting. <laughs> I'm, I, don't, I mean this in a way. These are all the working bikes. Well, a bikes. different sort They're, of interest. The working yeah. bikes. Yeah. And it's yeah. interesting, though. Some really lovely bits of old stuff there uh, and not like, taking out the specky, there weren't any specky carbon fibre bikes or there. It was really quite interesting. About 50, 60, I suppose, but all very much working bikes. It was quite funny. And and one thing I discovered is, uh, because I'd mentioned to a friend that you could get the punt over, but she actually got the ferry from St Kilda. Kilda, right to Williamstown. So, uh, and if you... Ring them up and let them know you bring your bike. You can take your bike on the ferry. Now that is something That's, to follow. Away. Yes, yes, yes. Didn't know that. And of course, look. The other, um, I've never taken that little punt on the way home. I've always ridden the other way. I've got a friend who goes, oh, I always take the punt." I say, "Why?" Anyway, move on. But um, when it drops you on the way home. It drops you in a part of Melbourne that a lot of people don't know. If you Say if I'm coming back to Melbourne, I get off the punt. Instead of turning left to get on the Lorimer Street, I walk to um, the roads around Port mm. Melbourne and get back on the thing. If you turn right, that park underneath Westgate Bridge is a must-see sometimes, yep. you know, a real must-see. Um, do I see any new products? No. No new tyres? No. Great to see um, so many exhibitors. Yeah, no, that's a big thing. Yeah, and great to see uh, longevity in this part of bike building. I think you and Jelly's been going at it for 
he's now been joined by a lot of a few yeah. other people. So they've built up a uh, look. I'm going to. This is what Andy White said to me. Actually, he said the more the much more competent people get, it becomes a there's a fair bit of pride. There's he said it's it's competition, but it's not in a you know claws and beacon yeah. claws sort of competition. But it spurs people on to better quality and more innovation and more try at um, different solutions. Yeah. yeah. And um, also having uh, it put on, you know, without turning it into <laughs> the corporate cycling fan show, but having an event that's well organised, like, and yep. because I was at Creswick for the Dirty Pig and Whistle, which is the, the same He's people. He's got a bit of a touch for this, I think, this but bloke. Such, and, and the comments you heard talking to people all throughout the weekend was how well organised it was. The cyclocross was just brilliant. Yeah. The, um, and the, the gravel rides on the Sunday, you know, really good traffic management, really yeah. good, like, people came back just raving about how well... Yeah. Um, it had organised it had all been so. I think it stood out. I'm and that's, say. that's good around. to see too. Because yeah. then you get that same longevity and people happy to buy in. Yes. If they know it's going to be well done. So. And look, the most interesting thing is that one of the, it's nice to see one of the most important thing in role thing, when you're talking about, I just turn it into the corporate world. Hey, 15 years ago, I mean, people did matter, but. People pay a lot more attention to what tyres you've got on your bike now. And actually, in a lot of places, tyres are the innovating place. So it was really good to see one of the only places there the, uh, for consumables was tyres, which, uh, yeah, it's good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because you've got to buy them all the time, I suppose. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. Look, it was... Um, he, uh, I've got to say, organisational-wise, from walking in, buying things, getting a cup of coffee, walking outside in the sunshine, great setup too. Great way of walking around. It was really well presented. Um, I couldn't imagine any of the um, exhibitors who have walked away with uh, any problems at all. I might, might know, but it was really perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, well, that's. Um, I think as. I guess you'd be called the consumer, but um, you know no, you you aficionados. I oh right, call yeah. them. I'm sorry. How, how many Brooklyn caps you reckon we're walking around? <laughs> Come on, that, I've I've glossed over the fashion statements. You know that. <laughs> but it's you know when you go to something, you think this is awesome, but you're a bit you think I don't know how long it's going to last. But at least there is that thing when you see it well run. Yeah, that you 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 have that confidence that oh, I'm going to get to enjoy this for yeah. a while. Like it's yeah, it's this is be a uh, thing. no, no. I think he's uh, and look, I think it's um, interesting that actually a completely sort of uh, 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 an event where people are actually you know doing it that they run something like that just as well as something that's a bit more static mm, like yeah, that, which yeah. is pretty good sign. I got to say. Faith. Any uh, events? Events. Events. I um, I had a look. Dirty Yak is coming up this coming weekend for anyone who hasn't had enough uh, <laughs> gravel riding mud. and mud. 
there's 50 k's up at, from Yakandanda up to Mount Stanley. So, uh, and I think you have to register by Wednesday. Yep. So if you've uh, missed out on the last few weekends of gravel events, then uh, you can get on that. And um, also tickets for Melbourne Roubaix are yes. on sale. They're still on sale. I've actually... Uh, Talking of events that last, um, I think it's 15 years. 16 is oh. the number year. I had okay. to... Uh, one of one of the good things of the show, I'm gonna. One of the good parts of that show is then catching up with people over mm. the years, and um, had a bit of a chat to uh, Andy at the show, and I said to him, I said, "God, one minute you're rolling away from Fed Square, sixteen years <laughs> later you're still doing the same thing. What are you doing? Can't you do something new?" <laughs> he was. He was no, he was he was in good form. I repeated to him one of his bike moments that he had on the show, which was quite funny. But and that's what we were talking about actually. That now you get this critical longevity, this base. It's great to see. Yeah, yeah, cool. And that's all we have time for today. Three CR relies on the support of its listeners to stay on the air, and the radiothon is coming. If you can uh, donate or subscribe, you can do so at 3cr.org.au. Coming up next is... Shiva. Thanks for listening to a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online.